You're listening to Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly. And I'm Thomas III. We're them damn Indians. It's a beautiful day to be Indian. It's a beautiful day outside. It's already gorgeous. It's going to be 70 degrees here today in Oklahoma, in southwest Oklahoma. So um, I'm trying to hurry up and get all this work done so I can get the heck out of here and go flash some things. Oh, yeah. It's a it's a really nice day out. So it's a good day to go out and enjoy the enjoy the Oklahoma weather. You know, it's one of those one of those days when um, when Oklahoma isn't trying to kill us. Let's hope. It feels, like, <laughs> it feels like most days, most most of the time, Oklahoma weather feels like it's trying to murder us. It's it's kind of like the, um, like in Mario when the sun's trying to kill you. There's a lot of that in in the summertime, and and then blizzards and tornadoes and everything else. So you gotta you gotta enjoy these good little calm spaces in between. For sure, for sure. So, um. This is from KTUL, and we're just going to jump right in today. It is four people, count them, one, two, three, four, including Justice of the Peace, arrested on 150 counts of voter fraud. Oh, my me, is this about the liberals? No. Mm. (laughs) Uh, This is in Hondo, Texas. (laughs) <laughs> An area justice of the peace has been arrested and accused of election fraud along with three other people. Medina County, Texas Justice of the Peace Tomas Ramirez was arrested February 11th after a Bandera grand jury indicted him and three others two days prior. Ramirez, a Republican, is facing one count of organized election fraud, one count of assisting voter voting ballot by mail, and 17 counts of unlawful possession of a ballot or ballot envelope. Lenore Rivera's Garza, Eva Ann Martinez, and Mary Balderrama were also arrested. Garza is facing one charge of organized election fraud, two counts of illegal voting, eight counts of unlawful possession of a ballot or ballot envelope, two counts of election fraud, and four counts of fraudulent use of an absentee ballot by mail. And so it goes on. Uh, The Bandera County Sheriff's Office tells us all charges stem from an attorney general investigation. They reached out to the AG's office but have not heard back yet. Mm. So. So there you go with that. And then the um, Supreme Court was hearing, uh, hearing cases about tamping down, you know, different um you know things for to make it easier for voters yeah you know and so they're telling the supreme court <coughs> this is what the republican attorney attorney told the supreme court because the of course amy coney barrett uh this is also on our social media an attorney for Ameri- for Arizona's Republican Party offered a blunt reason for his presence defending the state's voting restrictions before the Supreme Court on Tuesday. The measure di- the measures disadvantage Democrats. The Supreme Court is hearing arguments over Arizona voting restrictions in a pair of consolidated cases challenging a state law banning ballot collection and a policy that tosses ballots cast in the wrong precinct. Democrats have sued, saying the rules discriminate against minorities and violate Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act. The case could have big implications outside of Arizona if justices create a test for how to evaluate such voting rights cases under voting rights legislation. 
What is the interest of Arizona RNC keeping, say, the out-of-precinct ballot disqualification rules on the books, Justice Amy Coney Barrett asked. And Michael Carbon, the lawyer defending the state's restrictions, says it puts us at a complete disadvantage relative to the Democrats. Politics is a zero-sum game, and every extra vote they get through unlawful interpretation of Section 2 hurts us. It's the difference between winning an election 50 to 49 and losing an election 51 to 50. That's weird. <laughs> That's a weird thing to say, but it, I'm quoting it, so there you go. Huh. The response was remarkable. It was a remarkable moment at a pivotal time for voting rights. States Republicans have advanced a spate of restrictive voting bills in the wake of P Donald Trump's loss, a months-long attack on mail-in voting. Advocates have warned that fighting discriminatory election laws is increasingly difficult, too, since the Supreme Court gutted Section 5 of the Voting Rights Act in 2013. Arizona was a key battleground in the 2020 election with Joe Biden, Joe, Joe Biden winning by approximately 10,000 votes. Republican National Chair Committee woman Rona, Rona McDaniel accused the suit was a part of their party's election integrity efforts. Argued, I'm sorry. It's critical well, that... His name is Rona? Her name. Her name is Rona? Yeah. Okay. Rona all McDaniels. Right. Yeah, okay. and so it's, she said it's critical that all voters have confidence in the integrity and legitimacy of our elections. The Supreme Court should reject Democrats' attempts to weaponize the Voting Act in the name of partisan politics. Voting rights advocates responded immediately zeroing in on the partisan goal. Wow, tweeted Wendy Weiser, a leading voting rights expert and vice president of the democracy program at Brennan Center for Justice at NYU. This year is This year there is no longer a quiet part. So, um, so yeah, that's, this is par for the course though. This is what happens. They lost, they lost everything. And now it's like, oh, these brown people can't vote. You got to make it harder for them to vote. You got to make sure that they have a state ID. You got to make sure they have a PO box. You got to mm -hmm. make sure they have, you know, a, a, a 911 address. And here again, yes, there is election fraud people. Yes. We fully admit that Republicans are fraudulently participating in elections. We fully and wholeheartedly admit that here, right here, right now. Because mm -hmm. it's proven. And and they're, that's they're that's always a, the ones. They're always the ones. If you Google election fraud, you'll find a whole bunch of like uh like a whole bunch of propaganda from the Republicans and then any news on actual election fraud is always Republicans. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, and but that's that's how they change the narrative too. I mean, that's that whole up is down, black is white thing, right? Like, yeah. there's there's election fraud out there. I tell you, election fraud because they know because they're the ones committing it. That's and, how they know. So this is this is a these are Hispanics too, right? So, yes. You know, uh, it makes me wonder because a lot of their election fraud stuff is about illegals voting. Yes. So is that what they've been doing this whole time? Is that what this was? I, I don't know. I, I, I you know don't know, I mean? but, like, but that stands like, to it's reason. It's like the old, it's like whenever you have a, a, um, a partner that accuses you of cheating when there's like nothing even there and you're like, and, and you find out it's because they're the ones that's actually cheating. It's kind of like the, it's the same thing. You know what I mean? Like they're they're trying to accuse you of it first before you can accuse them of it or something weird. 
It's just absolute insanity. <laughs> and and so and this is a justice of the peace. So this is a judge. Yeah. This is this is an elected official who is there and and who better? I mean, who better to help taint the system than a judge who can sign off on a lot of things. And they had Republican all of these judge. ballots. And and you can't tell me that about that a judge can't go into a county election board office. And walk around in there. I bet some of those people, I bet some of those ladies that were arrested were also, or probably one of them worked in the election board office. Yeah, probably. You know, because they, they had all these ballots, they had all these envelopes and things like that. You can't get that outside of the election board. Mm-hmm. Unless the state's giving it to you. Which... I don't know. I, I I mean, can we really say anything about Texas considering? About Texas, yeah. Oh my God! Considering their their governor just like opened all the borders and no masks and everybody back to full capacity and back on with your lives and it's just like, yeah, wow. Guess them damn Indians aren't going to be going to Texas anytime soon. I really needed my eyes checked. Yeah, nothing surprises me out of Texas at all though anymore. So. I mean, it's like um, Governor Abbott heard us yesterday and was like, that's it. <laughs> you know what? Tired of these damn Indians. Mm-hmm. Tired of these damn Indians talking shit. You know, open the borders up. Open the borders up and everybody, open all the restaurants, open all the daycares, forget masks. And, and get this, okay? Get this. Texas is 48th. Among vaccinated, you know, people getting the vaccine, like the rate. 48th. I think Oklahoma's doing better than they are. Probably just because of IHS. Oh, uh, definitely only because of IHS. Definitely. But the point is, we're still doing better. And and Texas yeah. has, Texas has, um, I mean, think of the population of Texas. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. I mean, what what do you? I mean, <laughs> this is this is who they voted for. This is what they want, right? I mean, they're proud of them and all that shit. So they're they're like they're happy to be the first ones back open and all that. Like you know, oh, we ain't afraid of nothing. We're Texas. I don't know. So they get what they they get what they elected. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I feel bad for everybody that didn't vote for these jackasses, but I mean. It's a, it's the same thing as us, you know. Yeah, and so um, this is from Becker's Hospital Review, and this is um, information came coming from the CDC's data tracker. North Dakota is in first place. They have uh, distributed two hundred and forty six thousand five hundred and seventy doses and have administered. 238,585 percentage 96.76%. So Dr. Garneau will be happy, you know, he he said that. He even said that. So uh yeah, we can we can you know, reinforce that. New Mexico is second. Wisconsin third, Minnesota fourth, West Virginia fifth, Rhode Island sixth, Indiana seventh, Michigan eighth, Massachusetts ninth, and Arizona tenth. Um, let me see where Oklahoma is. K. 
Okay, I'm at the 30s. We're 33rd. Hey, 33rd. Uh. Check us out in the 30s. <laughs> like some states would like be all up in arms to be in the 30s. Us, <laughs> no way. Like, hey, we're in the 30s. 37, what were we? Um, it's better than our education numbers anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean to to not be to to already have a a, a medical marijuana program looks mm-hmm. like looks like it's about to go on the federal level like it's awesome. Um, okay, moves. so so we're thirty third, and doses admit doses distributed to the state one million three hundred ninety nine thousand eight hundred and ninety doses administered one million one hundred nineteen thousand forty nine. Percentage distributed, 79.94. Did you see Dolly Parton got her got her COVID vaccine? Yeah. Yay. She, was singing, uh, she was singing vaccine, wasn't she? Uh-huh. And, and here's, here's the thing. Why didn't Dolly Parton get one of the first vaccines? Because she's too I, awesome and probably wouldn't take it. Yeah, she probably, she probably didn't. Uh, she wouldn't jump the line, I'm sure. Like. She was like, wait until everybody my age can get it. Oh, is there no end to to the awesomeness of Dolly Parton? She is a true national treasure. But, you know, that's we we encourage you to go get vaccinated. Um, Let's see who the bottom 10 are since we're not in the bottom 10. Uh, (laughs) And it's awesome to say that. So. Uh, Delaware coming in at 40, New York 41, Maryland 42, Arkansas 43, Mississippi 44, Texas, this says Texas 45, um, Pennsylvania 46, Georgia 47, Kansas 48, Tennessee 49, and Alabama 50th. Alabama's coming in 50th with 67.63%. So a little less than seventy percent, and Tennessee's coming in at seventy point nine five percent. So, so there you go. Mm. And and you know there are all kinds of polls out. I saw one yesterday that said likelihood of taking taking the COVID vaccine once it's offered, and it broke it down by party. Oh and, yeah, and yeah, like sixty six percent of Democrats. Versus like six percent of Republicans, <laughs> and and what's crazy is we already know that actually twenty that's something, what, but that's what they'll say. But just like Trump, when it comes down to it, they'll probably end up getting it, even though they're gonna say because of the party, you know, towing the party line, and and you know, all of that bullshit. They're gonna act like they they would never get it. Uh, yeah, and and be be in be uh, be over there getting inoculated in in yeah. private. Like, what are you doing? Are you getting a COVID vaccine? Like, no, no, oh, no. I'm college. getting a shot for <laughs> syphilis. <laughs> no steroids. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. These Republicans lie about weird stuff anyway. Like stuff there's no reason to lie about. Like, I'm getting my microchip. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, gosh. It only hurts for a second. Thank you so much for tuning in. (laughs) 
We're indigenous. We're independent. We're them damn Indians at Talk Jive Radio.